Welcome to Naja Reviews. This is Brian, your host, and this is the first non-horror movie that we've done since the second episode, which was Turbo Kid. Turbo Kid's more gory, so I lumped it in with horror. This one, straight up action movie. It's got Mario Van Peebles in it, which I'm sure he's in better things than the two things I'm going to name right now, because they're the only two things I can remember him in. He's best in this, but he's also the bad guy in the third Highlander movie, which isn't the worst Highlander movie, but it's not very good. He was also the... He was either Jamaican or Bohemian guy in Jaws for the Revenge. I know that it takes place in the Bahamas, but I can't remember if he's Jamaican or Bohemian in that movie. It's a terrible movie. He does alright, though. Next, we have William Sadler, who... I'm gonna need to stop talking about Stephen King, but I didn't mean to pick this movie with him in it because of that connection considering he's in Shawshank. He's also in The Mist, and I'm sure he's in several more, but those are the ones that I can remember off the top of my head. He's also in Demon Knight as the hero, and probably the only movie my brother would recognize him in would be Rocket Man, which is a comedy by Disney way back when Disney could put out fun stuff instead of their new horrible shit. But William Sadler is always good to see, and he plays his best asshole character in this movie. And he does it better than most. Next we have Barry Corbin. He replaced the sheriff from Critters in Critters 2. He's also in The Ranch. He plays the vet. He's in tons of stuff. No Country for Old Men, Modern Family, things like that. I always like seeing him in movies. This next guy, I can't say his name, but the only other thing I know him from, and I just learned this by looking, I didn't recognize him. He's the leader of Apex Industries, or whatever it's called, in Godzilla vs. Kong. So when I learned that a few minutes ago, that was nice to see. And then the only other person that I know from anything else is Adrian Brody. This is the first movie I've seen with Adrian Brody. And this is probably the reason that I like him so much. I know that he's in good movies, but I like him in movies like Predators and Splice. I'm trying to think about The Pianist? Something about a piano? I don't know. Agent Brody's cool. He dresses like a douchebag in this movie, but he's one of my favorite characters. Solo and Adrian Brody, probably my favorite characters in this movie. He plays Bill, Dr. Bill. Uh, and the rest are either other army people that I don't know from anywhere or villagers from this. We're going to say Central American city, town, village, chunk of woods with people on it, but it's next to a Mayan temple with the death ball game thing, you know, small ball, little hole that you have to throw it through, and the losers get beheaded back in the day. So yeah, this movie's based around that area, but they fixed the translation problem in the movie, so I didn't have to read, so I'm grateful for that. But we'll get to that when we get to that. All right, so this is one of those movies where I watched it as a kid, so it's one of those nostalgia ones, but me and my friend we're not so close anymore but ended up hanging out with him yesterday and we were talking about solo and this is one of those ones where i don't know if we rented it or one of our one of his parents just owned it or something but we'd go down into the basement lounge area at his dad's house and and watch this and starship troopers a lot because we liked it so much plus one of the characters reminded us of his younger brother so that helped so what's this about well it's a more action less comedy militarized version of short circuit solo gets the ability to he's an android he gets the ability to think so that he could be better on the field than a computer and that made him have a conscience and then some things happen and he felt like his consciousness was threatened so he pieces out 
and then the rest of the movie can happen. So yeah, it's the adult action version of Short Circuit. And that's really all you need to know. Is it a good movie? It's it's an 80s action movie or 90s action movie, whatever. I think it came out in the 90s. But it was just an action movie. It's not like better than any of them really, but it's not bad either. They take, well, in my opinion, they have so much time dedicated to Solo being confused about humanity that it doesn't get boring during the non-action parts for me. Because I like Solo. I like Mario Van Peebles. So it helps. So let's get into this overview. Spoilers from now on. Basically, the first shot you get is part of a scene that you see later, and it's part of a demonstration, but it's just to introduce Solo. That Solo is not a human, and he can do things that a regular person can't. If it gets damaged too much, then they just make another one. No big deal, even though it's like $1.4 billion per weapon. But later in the movie, I'll just say it now, their Solo is... 15 times stronger than a man, and 10 times faster. Plus, small arms fire just bounces off of him. And Mario Van Peebles does a good job of being a snarky robot, by the way. Don't know why. So we're on our first mission, and this first mission has Guy Don't Care About, Colonel Sadler, and Solo. And their mission is to destroy an airstrip that these rebels are building and take out all the rebels that are there. The rebels aren't the villagers. The villagers are the non-combatants that Solo sees and starts disarming the charges. But in the middle of disarming the charges, the guy that I don't care about, who I think comes back later, they never name him here, but and they're always in face paint, so it's like, who the fuck are you? I think it's Lorenzo the Tracker, and he's on... He treats Solo as a soldier. Colonel Sadler treats him as a disgrace to every soldier that's ever stepped foot in the field. It's just a tool, guy. Calm down. He's literally the best weapon that you have. Just let it happen. But anyways, Colonel Sadler blows the strip, which also blows up Solo, and they go to escape, and one of the guys is like, Where's Solo? Colonel's like, Fuck him, he's dead. And Solo jumps onto the helicopter. And Solo's heavy, so it shakes the whole helicopter. And they get him back in. But this is where we get to see uh, Adrian Brody, or Bill. They just call him Bill. They don't call him Dr. Bill. Bill looks over his injuries from the explosion that he just ta- he had taken. Also, we learn that Solo identifies with arthropods because arthropods are hyper-specialized for the, the jobs they have to do during their existence, just like him. And he's right. They're pretty streamlined as, as far as action and body structure are concerned but his power management ship is chip is broken so he's not at full power he can't do all the superman shit that he could do that we didn't even get to see yet he can do some still he just can't do all of it so he has to be put on backup power and recharge a couple of times before he gets a new power management ship but bill had to send for it so they don't have one to replace it right now so he has to download his memories of the mission for the debriefing and when we see the end of this memory transfer it just plops into the debriefing the colonel and the general are not happy with solo's lack of murderous intent because colonel sadler's like they were working for the rebels that means they're combatants when it was like no they're peasants that are being forced to to work for the rebels they're non-combatants and the general's like yeah what's wrong with you (laughs) solo can use other people's voices he doesn't do it effectively like you would think he would in the later part of this movie but he mimics sadler's voice and he's like kill 
ice, smoke. It says a whole bunch of different uh, similes or whatever. Whatever that fucking word is that means words mean the same thing. Ah, no wonder why I failed English. Anyway, this pisses everybody off. Bill's like, why don't you chill out, Solo? Solo's like, I am chill. So then they send Solo off to his room and the general's like, you need to reprogram him because he shouldn't feel He's a weapon. He shouldn't feel bad about killing people, which he does. Bill loves it. He's like, we made artificial intelligence that can actually feel bad. And the general's like, we need a fucking killing machine. That's what you came here to do. So he's going to get sent back to Palmdale to be reprogrammed. But Solo intercepts those orders. And then this is the Johnny Five Alive moment because he instantly just starts to leave. He's drawing a tarantula while... He's in his room, and I know that he's just drawing, and they sped up the footage, so it made it look like a printer's drawing, but it's still cool. It's neat, especially when you're a kid. But he intercepts that message, and he goes to steal a chopper, and everybody's confused about it. And they're like, hey, you're not supposed to be on here. And then one guy doesn't even know that he's a robot, and he just takes a helicopter and flies away. The general's upset, Bill is concerned, and the colonel's in pursuit in his own helicopter. And it's this long helicopter chase. It's kind of neat. It goes along. It goes on for a little bit too long. But then they have him cornered. And the pilot of the colonels, well, first, the colonel's like, we can't down him, we have to shoot him down. And that convinces the general to say any means necessary. Colonel Sadler does that a lot. He likes to get his way, and he'll make it look like whatever it needs to look like for him to get his way. And that comes back big time later. But the pilot thinks he's going to bluff because there's a mountain face that Solo's heading straight for. He can't pull up in time. And he just slams himself in the side of the mountain as Sadler's like, droids don't bluff. Kaboom. They go look for the remains. Solo slipped his leash. So then we follow Solo. He needs to recharge. And he finds his way into this Mayan temple. There's a rattlesnake, and they do a whole lot of, like, genus, species, venom, poison. Although they use the word highly poisonous, and then later in the thing it says the type of venom it has. So why wouldn't it say highly venomous? Because you can eat a rattlesnake, so it's not poisonous. There are poisonous snakes, like one family. The rest are venomous or not venomous. I hate when movies and people do that. It's a pet peeve. But I looked up the genus and species, and in the movie they call it a tropical rattlesnake. In real life, it's an eastern diamondback rattlesnake. At least they use the genus and species of a real rattlesnake and not some weird thing. Never heard of a tropical rattlesnake before. Just saying. Only reason I bring that up is because it's important later. And I'm a nerd. Mainly because I'm a nerd. Bill sends him a transmission trying to talk him back, but Solo's like, yeah, I need to recharge. I'm going to go have some flashbacks while I recharge. And the first one we get... The first coherent one we get is him picking a face. And they're picking from a database of what I'm assuming are fallen soldiers to reskin his robot form. But Bill wants to watch the Bulls game and there is a Michael Jordan Nike commercial or something. And the robot goes, like Mike. So now he looks like Mike. Actually, he looks like Mario Van Peebs, but closest proximity, I guess. Bill likes his choice, by the way. So in the next scene, he's got his skin now, and Bill is trying to teach him to have a soft touch so he doesn't crush everything that he tries to grab onto. So he puts an egg in his hand, and Solo just pops the egg, like instantly. Like, as soon as it touches his hands, he explodes the egg. And this makes Bill laugh, and Solo's like, what is that sound? Bill's like, it's laughter, you know, like a joke. Solo's like, the eggs are a joke? And he's like, no, no, it's hard to explain. And Solo's like, apparently, which is totally a response that I use in real life, and it, it has the same reaction. People think I'm being a smartass when I'm really not. Just like Solo here. But second try for the egg holds the egg fine. He's a fast-learning computer. But now we get to the demonstration, the whole reason that Solo has a problem. 
In this demonstration, there's at least four army guys, military guys, soldiers, soldiers, we'll go with soldiers. Four soldiers, and at least two of them have knives, and they try to attack Solo, and Solo fucking knocks them all down. He's like, you all suck, goodbye. But then Colonel Jackass sneaks a gun into the demonstration, and the soldier's like, this isn't part of the demonstration. Colonel's like, it is now. And he goes to shoot at Solo, Solo ducks it. If there wasn't bulletproof glass, it would have killed one of the the generals or high-up military people watching the demonstration. And then he just pops up behind him and chops him in the back of the head and kills the guy. He didn't, he didn't mean to kill the guy, but it was like a knee-jerk, you shot at me, I defended myself. Quacha, right? And the higher-ups are super impressed. The colonel is super pissed, Solo is confused, and Bill is concerned. And probably a little sad. But we cut to the rebels threatening the people in the village. They kill one, and they're like, Hey, if you don't work harder, we're going to kill more of your dudes. During this incursion, Miguel sneaks off to the temple. He has a gun in there, like one gun's going to save anything. But he's a kid, like 13, and he's the one that looks like my buddy's brother. He finds Solo. Solo looks dead, but the snake jumps to try to get Miguel, but Solo grabs it in the middle of the air. He gets his dad, who's the leader of the village, and the rest of the village to show Solo to them. And the villagers think he's dead because he has a snake bite, which I don't know how the snake's fangs got into his skin if bullets can't, but that's just me. He also never gets stabbed, so we never know if a knife could cut him. And this is where we have to thank Solo's translation program because he scans for the Spanish speaking, translates it, so every time Solo's around, which is almost every single time one of the villagers talk, it's translated into English. So it's just regular movie. I don't have to read. I do like that when Solo's either out of earshot or not listening, the murmur in the background or when you see a group of people talking is still in Spanish. But once Solo starts to interact, then it's all in English. They did a really good job with that. I didn't want to have to read an entire movie. It's all good. They decide to have a funeral for him because he saved Miguel's life. So now we're at this funeral and the rebels crash the funeral. And they, everybody thinks Solo's dead, so he's going to double tap him. But Solo wakes up and kicks all their asses. But then his power reserves are all fucked up, so he, he crashes out hard. But later that night, they're all watching the only TV in the whole damn place. But Solo's like, ooh, power source, let me destroy that TV for myself. And everybody freaks out, runs away. One lady passes out. Because you get to see his big hole in his side all oozing with shit. While he sticks metal wires onto it and it sparks. I could understand how these people wouldn't be okay with that. In the morning time, he's totally destroyed that TV working on himself to try to fix it while the elders debate kicking him out of the village or not but the leader's like he could help us fight so we don't you know have to die for no reason so Miguel's dad walks in to talk to him and Solo's like the TV power where is it I need it so then he powers up on the TV and the deal is made. You give me electricity and I will help you fight. It'll be mutually beneficial. And this is where we learn that one more weapon is being built, but it's not finished yet. And, you know, Solo is going to be deactivated if he ever gets caught again. So that's why he's on the run. Then we get a lot of prep montaging as they, they move around logs, turn them into battering rams, pull them up on ropes. They make a, a basket with arrows that Solo puts uh, gunpowder in. So it's an explosive arrow trap. Lots of fun stuff. But the important parts of this montage thing is Miguel's brother is about to die. They're hoisting up the log and one of the ropes break and it swings over and Miguel tackles his brother and then 
it snaps again and falls and is going to kill him for sure. But Solo stops it. And Solo's like, why'd you risk your life? That's not logical. And Miguel's like, he's my brother. We're family. And that totally confuses Solo. The next confusing thing for Solo is there's kids playing death ball. And Miguel and Angela, or whatever her name is, it's like Angela without the end. I don't even know if they ever say it. They have to. I didn't hear it. Anyway, she and Miguel are playing, and Miguel acts like his ankles hurt, and says psych and runs away, and she gets upset with him and chases him down. And Solo's talking to the uh, holy man, the not witch doctor holy man, because there's... There's the witch doctor lady that's amazing in this movie, but she says everything that she says almost in Spanish, and she's pretty funny. So look out for her. She's the oldest lady in the the movie. But Solo's confused. He's like, Miguel lied. He was damaged, and now he's not. What is happening? And the preacher man's like, you have a lot to learn about human beings, my friend. We cut to the colonel who's bringing in his own trusted team. And during the briefing of this mission, Bill talks Solo up. This is where we learn how strong he is compared to a person and small arms fire. But the colonel reminds Bill that he's not having a good day. He's got a grapefruit-sized hole in his side, and he's got power issues. So he's got a weakness that they can exploit. Back to Solo being confused, a bunch of the guys are playing cards, smoking cigars, and laughing. And they're naked girl cards. So he he asks for one, looks at it, doesn't understand why it's funny. They all laugh. Like, he doesn't say anything, but you can tell he doesn't understand what the, the joke is. They all laugh. He gives the card back, and he walks off in a haze. He grabs a, a little stick and acts like it's a cigar, and then he goes to laugh, and it's all robotic and sad. Solo doesn't like it. Now Angela meets up with Solo in the chapel, I'm going to call it, because I don't know what it would be called in their religion. He asks Angela about the structure because he can tell that there's tunnels under there, but he can't really map them out. And she says, hey, there's tunnels under the village. And Solo's like, let's explore. This is where earlier we knew that she had the hots for Solo. This is where she starts talking about it a little. We've talked about weirder meetups than this, but it never materializes in this movie because it's not that kind of movie. She's like, he says a lot of stuff that makes him sound really smart because he's a fucking computer and she's like you must have a good brain in that head solo's like grabs her arm and puts it to his where his heart would be and goes this is what makes me me this is my brain and she's like if that's where your brain is where's your heart and he's like i don't have a heart hearts are for living things She's like, you are alive. He's like, no, I exist. Which is true, to be honest. He hasn't fully got there yet. Now we get to the rebel incursion. We got car ramps and those exploding arrow traps and Solo killing everybody. It's a good time. He's breaking necks, hanging out of trees, fucking throwing logs at people, killing like five people at a time. So it drives them out, but that lets the military people see where he is from the heat signatures. Bill's visibly upset that they found him, to be honest. Lorenzo, the new guy on the team, which I think is the guy from the beginning, but I'm not sure. And uh, Colonel's annoyed with that, but General's like, he's our best tracker. Take him. So they're out in the field. They get to that spot, and the tracker's like, Solo went that way. And Colonel's like, we're going this way. Lorenzo's like, on whose authority he's like mine and everybody else just is like you're either going to listen to him or we're going to kill you so he relents and they go off to do the thing they were going to do then bill tries to get into solo's room but his access is denied because the new weapon is being worked on and apparently very close to being complete if it's in this room already colonel comes in with the transmission says solo burned down a village and that lets any means necessary get brought up by the general and bill gets sent out to try to help capture solo but then we pan or we cut to the colonel and it's all a setup their group a killed lorenzo killed the guy that was on the tape just for being there and burned down his house just so they could any means necessary solo ruthless little bastard isn't he they kill a couple people from the village string them up in the chapel 
So the elders are like, we need to kick Solo out. So Solo just overhears that and leaves. He's like, yeah, I'll leave. But then he gets a transmission from Sadler saying that Bill's on the field and you need to go help him. It's a trap. So he runs in there, breaks Bill out, and runs out of there. That pisses off Sadler. But Bill is very, very wounded. Bill has his new power management chip, and he's like, you need to put this in and stop them. And Solo tells a joke that I can't say, but it's like, you forgot to follow order 456. What's that, Solo? Save your own ass first, Bill. Solo's first joke, at least Bill gets to hear it before he dies, because right after that, he laugh dies to death. Bye, Adrian. You were good in this movie. But during this, since they couldn't get Solo that time, which I don't understand how he thought they were going to, the Colonel contacts the Rebels and forces them into working together. Solo takes Bill to the temple and buries him. Uh, the Americans and the rebels put the villagers in the chapel and it's rigged with C4, so that's not good. Miguel goes to get the gun. Solo's there and is like, you're gonna hurt yourself. Miguel's like, they're gonna kill one of us an hour until you show up. Solo's like, I'll just leave, they'll follow. Miguel's like, I don't think that's true. And Solo's like, why don't I put this power chip in and we'll see what we can do. So we get a lot of super effective murder here for a little bit. He comes in through the tunnels in the chapel. All the people get out, they blow it, and the rebel leader's not too happy about it. So Sadler just kills him. And then all the Americans just kill all the rebels. And then Solo has to fight these action movie soldiers that don't act like soldiers at all. He's like, he jumps on a guy and just breaks his leg in half. And then fucking, it's, I can't even describe what happens. Not that it's so great, but it happens. Boom, 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 boom. Until it finally gets to, uh, the colonel has Miguel. And he's using an anti-tank round to, it's like exploding rocks, blowing up buildings it's awesome but remember solo is 10 times faster than a person so he gives colonel the slip gets underneath of him pulls him down through the the roof he's standing on and the colonel's like how's it gonna make you feel if you kill me trying to like save his own ass solo's like i don't know let's find out fucking broken back colonel's not dead though he is pretty paralyzed and twitchy though i'll I'll say that so then a helicopter rolls in and weapon two is on the field weapon two has a grenade launcher arm accessory that looks out of place in this movie even though we're talking about android soldiers it still looks really weird and he looks like uh the colonel they use the colonel's face so he goes in and talks to the colonel and is like do you think you're gonna make it out of here and colonel's like does it make any difference and robot saddler's like none and just breaks his neck i don't know why he didn't think that was coming next but he looked real surprised before he got his neck broken but before all this when the helicopter came down solo takes a tank round off of uh off the uh the belt and then we basically have a robot fight in the temple because solo goes into the temple weapon saddler follows him doesn't know how to count to three because his grenade launcher only has three grenades and he misfires and solo gets to say time for a recall but Sadler kicks his ass. Sadler is an upgraded model from him and just beats the shit out of him. He's got the this big stone structure and he's pushed up against these stairs and he's about to crush Solo with this stone structure. And Solo yells out in pain. I don't know why he has pain sensors, but he does. Miguel's like, fuck that. I'm going to shoot at Sadler with a gun, which distracts him enough for Solo to tackle him at least. And then he acts like he's malfunctioning. He's all twitchy on the ground and he's going to get deleted. And he slams that anti-tank round right into Sadler's side, right into his 
power chip, and Sadler is really confused. He's like, but you were malfunctioning. This isn't logical. None of this makes any sense. And Solo's like, I bluffed. Sadler's like, bluffed? What the hell is that? Then he's going to topple the whole temple and kill them both. Solo's like, we're done here. And Sadler starts twitching and goes, we will both be deleted. Because his voice is getting all tweaky. And then he grabs Sadler by the neck and like turns a knob. It looks like he turns a knob, which clears up the picture to the general. And Solo's like, delete this and kill Sadler. Topples the temple. And there's tunnels in this temple. because that's the only way he got out of there. Because all you hear is you see the village like, oh, it's finally over. While you hear real Solo laughter loud and through the jungle. So he learned how to be a real boy at the end of this one. And he killed everybody and covered up his own death perfectly. The only problem is he's got a exploded finger from that tank round it's like all wiry and destroyed and a hole in his side and both of those things leak so once he figures out how to unleak those fucking totally fine but it's just an all-around fun action movie plus you get to see william sadler's pissed off face i will say that robot sadler is more intimidating than colonel sadler and it's not because he's a robot i mean that helps but just on appearance and acting stoic stone cold Sadler, straight-faced, is way more intimidating than pissed-off, irate Sadler, in my opinion. At least for this movie. He did a good job in both, but I like the robot version best. And Mario Van Peebles does a really good job of being a robot, trying to learn how to be a boy, a man, a living creature, whatever. They didn't make a sequel to this. I'm so glad they didn't make a sequel to this. But I think that's it for this one. I, I got nothing. If you like action movies... You want to see some wholesome parts of your action movie? This is the one for you. Uh, it's, it's probably underrated because it's actually pretty good. One bad effect, he throws his knife, which is like, it's got extra parts to it because it's a, a futuristic knife. And uh, he whips it into a tree because he's got to like climb up the side of a mountain. And you know, it sticks into the hilt or till the handle because he's a fucking robot, right? And when he pulls the cord tight, you can see a wire and that's... That's the only real bad one I saw. The rest are like fucking ex real explosions, cars exploding, or helicopters smashing into the side of a mountain. Whether that was a model or not, it was still a real explosion. So lots of fun stuff to see in this one. Next week will be question mark because I haven't thought that far ahead. Too much stuff going on this weekend. But as always, it'll be posted in the socials when I do figure it out. Hope you all have a good week and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.